Hi everyone, it's your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap to inflation and has it peaked in the US? For the first time in two and a half years, monthly CPI declined down 0.1%, meaning for the year, inflation eased to 6.5%. That's lower than Australia, which is at 7.3%. For the implications, I spoke earlier with Brendan Rin. He is the Chief Economist at KPMG. Um, that was a bit lower than what market expected, but the majority of that drop uh, was as a result of lower fuel costs. Um, the likelihood is that what that's going to do is cause pause for the US Federal Reserve to think about um, how uh, large its next rate rise will be. Um, the market had anticipated probably another 50 basis points, um, and if you have a look at the um, last dot plot that was produced um, from the US Federal Reserve that suggested uh, that rates were going to peak um, in the 5 to 5.5% range uh, early next year. The likelihood now is that it may not need to go as high as that. Uh, and what that will do is cause other central banks around the world to start to contemplate whether or not they also need to raise their rates uh, as high as what they previously thought they might need to do. Does that include Australia's Reserve Bank? Because inflation here is still higher than the US and it's still yet to peak. If anything, it, it may be, it may have peaked in that December quarter, right? Yeah, and that's exactly right. If you think about the last um, CPI data that was only released this week, um, one of the single largest drivers in that was, in fact, automotive fuel. Um, but that was being driven um, by the fact that what you had were the full effects uh, of the fuel excise now being felt in November uh, as we were filling up um, our petrol tanks um, with, with fuel, that, with the additional full 22 cents excise. Whereas in October, we were still running out of that fuel um, that had the lower excise value on it. Um, since November, what you've actually seen is the cost of petrol decline um, on the world price. And so you should actually see um, a fall in uh, petrol prices as they impact the CPI in December. Uh, and that should probably bring down um, our CPI result for December. Um, and as you've suggested, we'll probably have a peak uh, of CPI in the December quarter of, this, of, of last year. So for local rates, what do you think it means? Because I've already seen some commentary out today already talking about rate cuts somewhat yes. towards the end of the year. Yeah, no, and, and, and so our forecasts at KPMG have always been that we thought that there's probably one more 25 basis point rise to come from the Reserve Bank here, taking the peak rate to about 3.35%. And then the likelihood is that we think the Reserve Bank will probably sit and see how the cumulative effect of all of those rate rises, where we've had eight continuous rate rises since May of last year, uh, start to impact on aggregate demand. We think that that's, uh, they're slowly going to catch up, um, both through the combination of just the, the uh, absolute ratcheting up of, of rates, but also what you're seeing is the slow termination of fixed-rate mortgages um, over the last little while, where as people's um, very low rates that were locked in during COVID now expire and they're now forced um, to move into current market rates, which are much, much higher. And what you're now seeing is the combination of those two effects um, drawing down people's ability to spend and therefore consumption activity is going to slow.
Can we just focus a bit of time now on, on the impact on the Australian dollar? Because it really has surged in the first part of this, well, the first part of this month, right? 2023 as well. Yeah. So, uh, and, it, and we saw it sprint following the CPI data out of the US. Why? Yeah. Uh, well, it jumped about one, uh, one cent um, uh, overnight uh, on the back of that uh, CPI data. Fundamentally, the markets think um, are now reading into the fact that the US Federal Reserve might not be lifting rates. Um, as high as they otherwise would have done. Um, and therefore, that would have um, created an expectation of the strength of the US dollar in the marketplace relative to, to other countries. Um, so if the market's now suggesting that those uh, interest rate rises might not be um, as high as they otherwise would have been or may not have would have been, um, it means that there's now an adjustment occurring uh, globally with regards to the US dollar against other currencies. And when you factor in Chinese economic reopening, we're starting to see commodity prices rising as well. How much yes. is that having an impact on the Australian dollar and, and what does it mean for its future? Yeah, so you also saw the Aussie dollar uh, lift last week as well on the back of uh, the news that uh, Australian coal exports were now being accepted into China. Uh, and so while there hasn't been a fanfare with regards to um, the drop of uh, tariffs and, and trade restrictions with regards to Australian coal. What we do understand is that um, uh, the Chinese regulator has accepted uh, uh, Australian coal now being um, sold into China. So that additional demand um, for Australian commodities has also put pressure um, back up on the Australian dollar. Uh, and also with the Chinese economy uh, expected now to bounce back this year, more towards the back end of this year once the COVID outbreak works its way through. Um, what that also means is that overall demand uh, for Australian commodities and therefore Australian dollar will also be rising too. Brendan Rin there from KPMG. This SBS on the Money stream is provided for informational purposes only. The content in this stream should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and it does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision.